you know, some emergency comes up and all of a sudden, you know, this, we, we got trash a trash is can. overflowing. We've got to get it out of here. And, and yeah. it's filled up with dirty diapers and it's really like <laughs> causing a mess. Okay. It's, it's okay to take out the trash if it's yeah. really interfering with the celebration. But I forgot you have to wear those diapers and yeah, consider I know. that everywhere you go. Everywhere I go, it's, yeah. you know, people. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. Hey, Dave. Uh... You have been preaching recently about work and rest. Yes. And I really appreciate that. You've had some really important things to say, and it's a really, really important topic in our culture. It is. And I wondered if we could talk a little bit about it um, yeah. in, in dialogue here. Yeah, you're right. It, it seems like now more than ever, yeah. we need to be talking about work and rest. Yeah. Uh, Why do you say more than ever? Well, I feel like since COVID, yeah. um, things have really been discombobulated. There are lots of people who are not working or yeah. not are not working well. Uh-huh. And there are other people who are just cranking out their lives. They they see opportunities for advancement and they're just overworking. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, what are your perspectives? Yeah, I I don't know if it's so COVID definitely upended work. No sure. doubt about yeah. that. I'm not sure that I see that uh people are working more or less. Um, than they were before, but certainly the work is very, very different. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's interesting when people work from home, uh, they, they can use their productivity differently, right? When, yeah. when you're uh -huh. stuck in an office all day, yep. there are times of the day when you're not productive and you sure. feel a little sleepy, you feel a little down. If you're at home and you can go catch a quick nap or take a walk or, you know, do yeah. something. And then when you're really feeling productive, uh -huh. maximize that time. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's some drawbacks, right? I mean, there's oh, yeah. no accountability. Yeah. And so it's, are you getting that work done? It's probably the only accountability that you have. Right. Um, or if they have scheduled meetings and things that you, you try to attend sure. via Zoom and things like that. But, sure. you know, that that's probably the biggest change in the nature of work that we've seen since COVID, all the uh, the teleconferencing and, and the the uh, the fear that the big cities and big office towns like New York are going to be um, dramatically changed, shut down even in some circumstances because no one wants to go into a uh, a, a giant office complex. Yeah, yeah. Um, and once they realize, oh, we can work from home, our businesses can survive. It seems like there's been this shift where people say, well, I don't, I don't want to live in New York anymore. I want to go live out in the country someplace yeah. and keep my very expensive New York job. Yeah. I listened to an article um, recently about how, for the first time, uh, the big marquee cities, New York, Washington, San Francisco, and so on, um, are actually losing uh, intellectual capital because more professionals are moving out than are moving mm -hmm. in. Right. And that has been coming for a long time, but now it actually is switched, so that they, they're actually on the decline. Um, and cities like Nashville and Austin and uh, Raleigh and places like that are actually grow is where these folks are going, uh -huh. uh, like second tier cities, and right. they're and they're booming. 
Right, yeah. right. So yeah. it's interesting how that will change and yeah. what will become of those places. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's just our fascination with the new. Yeah. You know, what's what's the next up and coming place? Where can I get uh, property values low and then see them skyrocket? Right. Um, right. You know, like it's it's almost like um, societies, right? They they like work on a bell curve. They 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 grow and they accelerate and they kind of recline. Yeah. And slow down, and then they inevitably start to decline. Right. The same is true for churches. Yeah, and sure. And probably for businesses and everything, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I guess the the goal there is to always be uh, trying to find the incline. That's where all the money's made, and that's where the property values that's are right. increasing. That's and all right. And I, that could be part of what we're seeing. Yeah. But uh, in, in my mind, and all these factors may have been adding up at some point or some sort of undercurrent. But it looked like COVID was this, this big change, this big shift, of, you know, in 2020. Sure. Um, to to a different way of thinking about cities and work and... No doubt. Yeah. And, and since then, it's been hard for people to find employers, or sorry, employees. Yes. Um, that's why I'm saying there's so many people who are just not... They didn't, they didn't return to work. Yeah. Um, there was a big infusion of cash from a lot of uh, older people who died. Right. And passed on money. Yep. And uh, I think people. So, yeah. So got, there's a lot of folks who have a, a bunch more money now than mm-hmm. would be typical because of inheritance. Yeah. I think that a lot of people got used to the idea of not working, especially yeah. the young uh-huh. group, the younger folks who uh, are working the kind of jobs that I see are hiring all the time, fast right. food, and right. they're always looking for people at the grocery store and all that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like yeah. opportunities galore out there. Not a lot of kids wanting to do those jobs. Right. And I think. That had something to do with COVID, but also the the cell phone, yes, and the the changes in the way people think about uh, what's a respectable job. You know, okay. Uh, I, I was looking at some data about uh, Chinese schools and how they're really pounding education. Yeah, and they're using AI and they have robots in the classroom and they can monitor the kids whether they're paying attention and all that sounds too totalitarian for me right it's okay. pretty scary but uh they're really educating their population yeah uh, all their tiktok videos are educational right, right. ours are garbage right That's and right. people have said you know conspiracy theorists have said that they've done that on purpose uh-huh. you know? um and trying to dumb down americans and increase the ed- i don't care about that yeah. we're not talking about that right now but but the kids over there they aspire to be business leaders and astronauts and right. scientists and right. and our number one aspiration of our young people is to be a social influencer right it's it's a TikTok by far star, yes a it YouTube is by star, far yeah. where you're not producing anything right um, but some silly content right you get enough views you get enough you make enough jokes or you you look hey now wait a second this is what enough. we're trying to do here so you, you can't be too down on this <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that there's no, a difference I, in the quality of content that people produce. I mean, there is. Yeah, I could say that about writing books or like, or teaching school. If everyone's a teacher, then no one's doing anything, right? Right. 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 People but we have, do need teachers. Yeah, it, we need teachers, and we need to yeah, that's educate. Right. And also, you are a pastor, and I am a hospice chaplain, and so yeah. it's not like we're not contributing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're just killing it on the podcast. We're making so much money that <laughs> we're going to be quitting our jobs soon right. to put out this content. Yeah, yeah, that's not happening. Anytime soon. So okay. So yeah, um, but the, the the thought that American kids want to yeah be a, an internet sensation right. tells me that they want to have they want to live like a retired person without ever doing a lifetime of work. Right. 
They just want the they want the money at their disposal. They, they it's just I think we have such a self actualized um, society yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I think COVID uh, somehow exasperated that. Yeah. Um, if it was just all the time off, it was just like the the reflection, um, the the depression. I don't know. You know, depression. When you get settled into it, it's hard to break out of it. Right? Yeah. And yeah. if and if you're if you get in a pattern of of frankly laziness. Yeah. It's hard to make that shift. Mm. And I don't know if that's what's happened or not, but anyway, I, I, these are just speculations. And, and other than just diagnosing what I think is going on, um, you know, I've been trying to teach what the Bible has to say yeah. about work and rest and that they're, they're really, they're mandates. Absolutely, both yeah, of them. They're commands yeah. of yeah. God that we are to be working. Right. And we're not to be overworking, we are to be resting. Yes. And... That is a uh, that's a concept that I think is is you said earlier very very important. Yeah. Um, when you work, there is there is something divine about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creating and the sustaining. You know, this, these are the works of God. He created and he sustains his. Yes. Uh, and and um, he holds everything together, and so it's like he brings order out of chaos, and then he maintains. And we have lots of jobs that are uh, entrepreneurial and creative. They discover things. There's uh, all kinds of material development. And then we have jobs that are about maintaining yeah. you know, society, uh, firefighters and police officers and doctors and, sure. uh, and teachers, you know, yeah. um, where we're, we're trying to keep things from falling apart right. because they, they want to. Yeah, that's right. And all of that is, is required and beautiful and good. Yeah. Well, and when you say that it is it is like God, the Bible makes that ex- that connection explicit. I think it's yeah. in the book of Deuteronomy in in talking about the commandment to um, to keep the Sabbath day holy because God created the world in six days and rested on the seventh, and so mm-hmm. you work for six days. And rest on the Sabbath, just yeah. like God did. That's Yeah, that's the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20. And then in Deuteronomy 5, he gives another reason to keep the Sabbath, and that is because that he delivered them from Egypt, the, the house of slavery. Oh, right. uh-huh, so it's like, uh-huh. um, because that uh, we have a God who delivers us, yeah. we're to worship. Yeah. And so rest is like a... Um, you know, you stop working. That, right. that was the Sabbath break. Yeah. Um, but you also stop striving. Yes. Uh, which I put in more spiritual terms, right? Uh-huh. In terms of not trying to prove yourself um, and relaxing and knowing that God is sovereign. And, yeah. and then that leads you into the third component, which is worshiping, mm-hmm. knowing that God's given us work, he's provided for us, he's given us life and breath and everything that's good. And yeah. Look around us, yeah. you know, and let's choose gratitude and let's pause. Um, we, you work a hard week, now, okay, look what, what you were able to accomplish. Yeah. And celebrate that uh-huh. and reflect upon it and yeah. render it unto God. Yeah. And the parts that are undesirable and mundane and difficult, uh, you can you can still do that as an act of worship. And that gives you a real power and strength to keep up the, the chasing after the wind, um, you know, that, that mm-hmm. um, Ecclesiastes mentions. Yeah. That we, we just keep on doing the same tasks over and over and over again. And and he says two things. He says one, that's a vanity. It's it's you know this drudgery. Yeah. But the other part of it is, 
Learn to enjoy yeah. the simple things in life. Right. Learn to, to enjoy your work and enjoy your food and your drink and your family and render that all unto God. Yeah. Because what else is there really? Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a fantasy out there that you can have some fast-paced, excessively wealthy, comfortable life with lots of whatever you're desiring. Uh-huh. And for some people that works in the short term, but it's still empty. Yeah, I think it works in the short term if you're on vacation, or if you right. are, you or, know, you're, or you you make it as a celebrity. You know, you're sure you could always be on vacation or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. or like the, the 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 dream of being a social influencer. Right. I crank out silly content and I get I get wealthy. Yeah. I don't really do any work. I don't produce anything. I don't bring order out of chaos. Um, and uh, so I'm kind of down on that. You can you can hear that. Yeah, there is. I think there is a room for I entertainment. Do I do too, for um, sure. Just in general, but I think that for the most part, the people who make it big in entertainment are actually working really, really hard. Uh-huh. Right. Um, I, I have. I don't know a whole lot about entertainers. I'm not that interested actually in entertainment, <laughs> but. The people who, uh, like musicians, think about musicians who have made it really big. Not only do they have talent and um, like lucky opportunities, basically, mm-hmm. but also they're ridiculously hard workers. They're very hard workers. And the same thing with actors. And, and you know, there are people who, who uh, make a, a – I, I guess there are people who fall into a jackpot, you know, and sure. that, that does happen. Yeah. Um, but – I think YouTube stars, you know, if you have one thing that goes, if you're not working that hard, you could have a video that goes viral and get, I don't know, a few thousand dollars or maybe even $20,000. I don't know, whatever. But that's not going to last you for very long unless you work hard at it. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's true. I I think that the dream, the pipe dream is what I'm coming down on. Sure enough, sure enough. Hey, there there really is something divine about getting out there and using your gifts and your talents in a way that is more productive and more helpful to society. That's right. That that is uh, about discovery, that is about furthering science that is you know about whatever it is that whatever you're doing it is here, yeah. yeah wherever you're skilled and talented that in a way you're made to reflect god and to worship by what you do yeah that 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 is an act of worship and service to the world it's a way to love your neighbor yes um to do your vocation well yeah and to render that unto god so that you know one of my sermons was in ephesians four twenty eight. Uh, let the thief no longer steal, but let him work. Right. Um, so that he can have something to give to others right. in their time of need. Yep. Then you see that progression of how work is not stealing and how stealing is not working. Right. And and we need to move from people who are about ourselves and living like an orphan and trying to, to gain uh-huh. um, material goods uh, and other things by taking them. Yeah. Uh, to a place where we were actually not a consumer but a producer. Yeah. Now we're all we're always going to be consumers, but sure. we're producing and we're making stuff and we're creating. Yeah. And we do that unto God, such that we realize how much He's done that for us, yes. and we begin to mimic Him and yeah. love Him, and yeah. then become generous, and yeah. we start to give because we have money in in our bank accounts. Why right. do we have money? Because we've been working. Right. And we've been earning, and we've made money, and now we are able to give to other people yeah. and and inspire them unto the same. And right. I, I talked in that sermon about giving gifts and receiving gifts too. Sure, that, sure. That doesn't mean that you don't receive gifts. Yeah. Uh, everything we have from God is a gift. The yeah. gospel itself is a gift. It's Jesus's work that that redeems us. Yeah. And yeah. that's why in Deuteronomy five he says, "Keep the Sabbath day. Reflect upon that. Worship. Yeah. Right. Pause." Yeah. 
Know that you don't have to grind yourself to death, but you do have to get out there and work and use your gifts and worship and live your life. Like this is about a full life. Yeah. A full life is about, you know, a lot of work. Yeah. A lifetime of work and also those that that deep resting and those periods of reflection and worship. Yeah. And the back and forth nature of it. The yes. kind of ongoing, you know, the the days of our lives. Kind yeah. Of. Right. Um and and that's a that's a, a a concept that I feel is is getting corrupted more and more, maybe. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's right. And I, I wonder, I really don't know, but this thought just occurred to me that uh as Christianity is uh waning in our society, uh-huh. that this Protestant work ethic that that uh, has been so influential in the Western world, uh, you know, if, if, is that going away mm-hmm. um, with the loss of uh, you know tying yeah. everything to God? Yeah, here's what it means to reflect God, and and the um, uh, working six days and then resting on seventh. As we're following the way that God did it, He He rested on the seventh and enjoyed all that He had made. Right, and I think that the idea is that we work hard for six days, and then on the seventh, all that we have worked for, we stop, well, on one thing, we stop working, uh, we stop making money. I think this is a yeah. lot about making money. Uh-huh. You're supposed to make money and be productive, but don't be pro- as productive as you possibly can. Right. You take time off where you say, I could be working more and making more money, but I've decided not to make any more. I have enough, and I can rely on God. Now, in our society, that's actually pretty easy to do, uh, where in right. an agricultural society 3,000 years ago, uh, 4,000 years ago, that was much, much harder to do. To, to, right. That's an act of trust in God to say, I'm not going to go out into the fields today. I'm just going to let things right. just you know, uh, be what they are for, yeah. for one day out of a week, and I'm going to trust God that way. But in order to do that, you got to work your tail off for six days, Yeah, and then you take one day— to enjoy the fruit of your labor. And mm-hmm. my understanding of that is not it's time to take a nap in order to recover uh-huh. from your week. I think it could be. I think that's a mistake. Okay. I think, I, I I have, think it's part of it. If, if I have you... done it. I, have, I definitely have done it. Yeah. I've been through seasons where I've done it. But I think if I have worked so hard that I'm not able to really sell, I think celebration and worship as a part of that uh-huh. celebration really should be the focus of that seventh day, yeah, of the day of rest, um, because it's not merely ceasing from work, but I think that it is um, uh, the opposite of work. It's spending. It's it's uh, consuming. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, seven days feasting, feasting celebrating yep. exactly, and yep. and sleeping generally is not that. Um, now again, I, sometimes that's what you need to do. And if yeah. it is, I, th- and I have done that yeah. and I think it's because something has gone wrong. Um, I, I would push back on that and say that, that when I'm working in the pastorate and I don't really hardly ever do I need a nap on Sunday, although I, I do lie down for a bit and kind of recuperate. Yeah. From you know, because I do work on Sunday, sure. And some people do; they have to, you know, doctors and nurses yeah. And that's and, and that's maybe a different thing. Police officers, but yeah. When I was back running a, a home improvement business, and I was grinding out yeah. uh, work up and down ladders, and you know, physical work. Yeah. I I needed physical rest. Oh yeah. And um, and if you're saying I I would have to incorporate another day of the week, you know, I had to take off Saturday too, to physically rest. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe, but the it says work six days and rest on the seventh, 
And so I was cranking out work six days. And on Sunday, um, I may not take a nap, but I was, I was beat. Sure. And I needed that, that physical break. And I think that's part of it. I think a physical break is fine uh, in, in, with what you're saying, but to completely yeah. disengage from the world, and, and I think that that is a sign that something has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that it's uh, to consume, to enjoy, to... And I, I understand enjoying rest, but it's enjoying rest... I mean, if you're sleeping because you, your body just needs that rest... That's not really celebrating. That's not. That's that's grinding, like you say. It's continuing to grind. Mm-hmm. You you get you're preparing for a week of grinding. Yeah. I, sometimes that's inevitable, though. And certainly, back in history, I would say that that's true. Oh, that, I'm not saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm talking about the ideal. You know. So yeah, yeah is it? You know. Uh, I think you can do both. I think you can physically rest. You can sit like a oh, lump, yeah. and still. Like reflect and worship, and you can still go to church. Yeah, and, and you can go to you can go and have a great meal somewhere. You right. can, um, I mean, there's lots of things that you can do that don't require a lot of physical activity. I'm yeah. not talking about that. But these days, um, I actually prefer to get some physical activity that sure. is something unique and special. Yeah, um, that is restorative. Yeah, and I know the Westminster Confession. You know, I've taken an exception to that, mm-hmm. um, where they they kind of make it sound a little bit like a religious workday, the Christian Sabbath. Yeah, um, even among uh, theologians of this stream of theology that we call Reformed theology, right. the Westminster Confession is a, is a little bit um, uh, hard not, for people not quite to tolerate. In, yeah, well, and not quite in step with with typical yeah. Reformed theology. So you know, like this this last night was Father's Day and yep. after church and everything and all of those responsibilities, um, I took my three kids and we went and played around a disc golf. Yeah. And I'm not requiring anyone to work. I didn't stop at a food store or a gas right. station right, or right, anything right. like that. And and I don't I wouldn't feel terrible if I did that. I just don't think it's the best use of the of the time. Right. I don't want to be making people work yeah. on on the Lord's Day. Um, and so we were walking around a beautiful park and we were talking and we were throwing a disc. Yeah. And I don't think that's working, and I don't think that that's um, anything other than restorative. Right. And if I did that all day, I think that would be wrong. Sure. Um, but if it's part of the multiple things that I'm doing on the Christian Sabbath, on the Lord's Day, to rest and recuperate, uh-huh. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, just the fresh air and sunshine and all the all the components of it. Sure. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, before we get, uh, I was thinking we could shift into more of like the Christian Sabbath, because I think there are questions that people have about that. Sure, but, okay. Um I wanted to to say more about work before we did that. Okay. Um, work work is something that I think people uh, a lot of people have a drudgery yeah. about, and uh-huh. they don't they don't want to do it. Uh-huh. And I think that's one of the secrets of life, and that's from Ecclesiastes, right? That you learn to enjoy even mundane work. Yes. That that if you're going to do something, do it well uh-huh. and feel good about what you've done. Yeah. And that doesn't just mean uh, providing. This is like hobbies and gardening, sure. And uh, whatever you're, whatever you're doing, whatever creativity you're you're espousing and, and um, involved with, yeah. All of that, think of that all as work, like yeah. just being productive and right. active and and doing stuff. Yes. Um, I think it's so critical that one of the biggest problems I see in our society is that when people are not working, they are depressed. Uh huh. And I can tell you from personal experience. Um, when I was younger, I went through some, some trials. Uh-huh. Uh, one of those was a back herniation where right. I couldn't work yeah. and I was debilitated. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that really, 
um, did more than just a physical toll. Yeah. You know, just dealing with the pain in my back. Yeah. The mental toll of not being able to work. Um, I could work some. Yeah. But I was very limited. I was in a lot of pain. Yeah. Um, really took its its mental toll. Yeah. And along with that, after that, there was a number of trials that I had with very controlling people uh-huh. who were actively trying to keep me from planting a church yeah. because of their own fears, right. their own insecurities. Uh, even though I was trying to affirm that I wasn't going to take any of their people. Right, 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 right. All that kind of stuff. Right? As a church planter, I had, I had tons of conversations with presbyteries who said, we really want a church plant, but um, there's a problem. This, this church where we want to plant it in is the next closest church, and they really don't want it. Right. You know, and so I, I had tons of conversations like that. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, there was, there was a couple situations where people were actively keeping me from doing my job yeah, from yeah. where I'm gifted and where I'm skilled. And, and it was eating my lunch. Yeah. And I went to a, um, another church to get some relief, you know, and I uh-huh. told them about all the trials that I've been dealing with, uh-huh. um, with these, with these other two jokers. And they they gave me some conventional quote, I put in air quotes here, conventional wisdom that I should get some counseling. Uh huh. Yeah. And I said to them, what I need is work. Yeah. Right. What I need to do is to get back to work. Yeah. Can you can you help me get to work? Yeah. Because that would be so much more healing to me. Yes. Than sitting around talking to someone about my problems. Right. That doesn't. I, and I did that some. Yeah. And it didn't help much. Um, and I'm not saying I'm not down on counseling, but I know if for me at that time of life I needed to work. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. And and when you when you're being kept from work yeah um either physically or or again um politics whatever's keeping you from work yeah it is a crime against you yeah it's a crime against your mental health yeah and if and if you are not working and you feel like you have existential angst and you're floundering do something yeah do something yeah i don't cut the grass with a pair of scissors if you have to right but do something yeah like work yes it really is healing and, and, and helpful. Yes. And and do a job well done. And then look at what you did. Yeah. Clean the kitchen. Right. Pastors love to keep their yard cut. I mean, I know you don't. I don't. <laughs> I, man, I want the yard conquered. Okay. Because I see that I did something. Yeah. And it's hot and it's sweaty and it's outside and it's physical when I'm sitting around reading and counseling and, you know, just like sitting around. I got to do stuff. Yeah. My body... Our bodies are made to do stuff. Yeah, that's right. And if you don't, you'll you'll suffer consequences that's for that. Right. That's right. And so I just want to encourage people, like, be busy. You know, yeah, do stuff. Men, men especially, it seems, need conquest. They need to subdue the earth yeah. and to keep it. I read somewhere someone said that for someone who's depressed, the the uh, most important thing to do is first thing in the morning, make your bed. Yeah. Because once you have made your bed, yeah. you've accomplished, it doesn't take long, and it's immediately there, and you've accomplished something, it, there's something that looks good and ordered, and you did it. Right. And then it's easier to go on to do whatever the next thing is, and for everybody it's different, but there's some other thing that needs to be done, and it's a lot easier to do it if you've already, you know, yeah. uh, checked one box. Yeah. It There's neuro 
science about totally, this now. There's podcasts totally. about that. And yeah. That the, the, there's a the dopamine bump that you get from accomplishing a small task. Yeah. And then you may may accomplish another small task. And so you're getting wins right off the bat. Yeah. You're starting the day with a win. Right. And um and for me like what sets my day right is my prayer walk. Uh huh. I can get up and I can feel like garbage and I can start walking and um and for the, the first twenty minutes I may be like I don't want to be out here. Yeah. I don't want to feel I don't feel like doing anything today. Yep. Um, all I want to do is like sit around and get fat and indulge myself. Yep. Um, but by the time I'm done with that prayer walk, there something has changed. Yeah. Right. And that's part exercise. It's part sunlight, fresh air. But yep. it's, it's it's also just doing it and communing with God and talking to Him about it. Yeah. And just dumping all that stuff. Yeah. You can dump you can dump mental stuff by journaling. Right. Um, you can dump it by prayer. Yep. Um, exercise has been clinically proven to be one of the most effective things against depression. Yeah, sure. Um, but along with that, I mean, that's doing something that's being active, but, but when you, when you do a job, yeah. if you just, if you just fold some towels and they look neat, uh huh. you do a good job and they're nice and, and, and compact and neat. Yeah. There is a, there's a gratification, there's a reward uh-huh. that's neurological. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a positive uh, feedback loop. Yeah, you spiral more and more into productivity, or you spiral more and more away from it. Right, and it seems like that's that's true for every area of our lives. I'm, I'm, my my physical health, my mental health, I'm either moving in the right direction or the wrong direction. Yeah. at any given time. Yeah, but I don't want to make it sound like we can we can cure depression right merely with work. I'm, so I'm not, that's yeah. yeah not, there's so much more to depression right. and anxiety. It's right. extraordinarily complicated, and this is one piece of it that's important. It is. It's a big important piece. Yes. Now, yeah. so then, uh, work though, yeah, is not the answer to everything. And right. Americans for so long, so some people need to, you know, fold their towels and make their bed and yeah. get out and exercise. But there's a bunch of people who are uh, just grinding it out day after day, trying to find their meaning in their work uh-huh. and trying to validate their life by all the work that they're doing and accomplishing. And it is soul crushing. Yeah, they need some good news. Yeah. And what is that good news? The good news is the gospel, that God is sovereign, that he provides, that he has designed everything. and. And you have unique skills in ways that you can reflect him and yeah. glorify him. Yeah. And I think you, if you can improve your circumstances, do that. Yeah. But even if you're stuck in a job that really doesn't fit, yeah. there, it's hard. There's and no it, doubt. It is hard. You and I have both been yes. there. <laughs> um, and certainly tried to change your circumstances. Yeah. But, but even then, there can be um, a, a surrender in your soul to God and, and worship and then just do the best job that you can. And, and but there's a there's a I think a way a, a discipline that God has given us to help us understand that as the gospel as it particularly as it applies to uh, finding our meaning in work and that is the Sabbath yeah and Sabbath rest yeah the resting yeah yeah and and I also you know we we did a, a episode about me painting you know, that was my hobby you know oh yeah oil pa- yeah that's right that's right and yeah. how you're using a different part of your brain. And right, how, right. There's, there's something to that as well. Yeah. Um, the Christian Sabbath is there in all of its glory, and we can talk about that um, next. But I, before we do, I just want to say that, that even during a, a regular work day, you can have a break. If you, Some people read, and 15 minutes, it really has given them a, a reset. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Um, I think a devotion, uh, reading scripture, yeah. um, a time of prayer, a walk, all those sorts of things. If you, if you should consider your day, you should build those things into your day. Yeah. And those things can still be productive. You can still create art. You can still yeah. exercise. You can do those, those various disciplines. But, um, but yeah, Sunday, and particularly Sunday, although some people disagree with us, uh-huh. um, I believe is the day that, that is God-given. Yeah. You know, the, the Ten Commandments were written in stone. Right for permanency's sake. Yep. All the other commandments are really uh, about a relationship with God and morality uh-huh. that doesn't change. Uh-huh. Why would we assume that the Sabbath goes away when the Old Testament goes away? Um, when the new, the uh, the church, the early church, the Book of Acts, um, John calls it the Lord's Day, and they were gathering together and breaking bread, and they right. were, they it's a it's a revamped Sabbath. Yeah, that's right. A revamped Old Testament Sabbath. Right. Uh, just like circumcision is replaced by baptism. That's right. And the Passover and sacrificial system is replaced by the Lord's Supper. Yeah. Those but are essentially they're the same thing, just in a different yeah. form. Yeah. And and on a different side of the cross in history. That's right. That's right. Um, and so before the cross, you work six days and then you rested. Right. On the other side, you, the first day of the week, you first honor and appreciate God and then you respond to him. That's right. And uh, some people even call it, it's not the first day, but the eighth day. Uh-huh. Because it's also the day of the resurrection, right. right? The Lord's day is he, he, he's recreating humanity. Right. And so the Sabbath is a time for us to appreciate the powers of the age to come. Right. Of the resurrection. That's of, right. the, of the kingdom, of yeah. the new heavens and the new earth. Yeah. And we want a foretaste of that. And yeah. that means uh, reconciliation. It means peace. It yes. means community. It means celebrating. It means justice. It's a time to take up a collection and do ministry. Yeah. Um, but it's also just, a, it's a glorious celebration. Yes. That in the gospel, we have the hope of glory. Yeah. We have new life. And even in the suffering of our life, which may include our job, yeah. um, we, we can entrust ourselves to God and, and worship him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a it's a way to uh, um, build into our schedules uh, the acknowledgement that God's going to take care of us, yeah, and that we can enjoy and celebrate what we have done. Yeah, yeah. He's he owns everything. He owns us. Yeah, we were bought with the price of Christ's blood, and we belong to Him. That's right. And so we're just stewards of everything that He's given us. Yeah. And, it's, and we don't have to live like an orphan or like a rat running a race. Yeah. He really is in charge, and he really is sovereign, and he is all-powerful, and he is a God of love. Yeah. And we need to rest in faith mm-hmm. that that's true. Yeah. And I think the the Lord's Day gives us a great opportunity every week to do just that. Yeah. And to reorganize our thoughts and to hit a reset button and to, um, to me, it's like the event of the week. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so we, we should prepare for it. We should, you know, I say to people, if, if, if you are um, tired on Monday, who cares? Mm-hmm. As long as you had like the big event of the week was the, the Lord's Day. You saw these people, you had people over, you, you went to church, you, you know, all the things that you can do. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was great and glorious. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So be, so be a little bit like, <laughs> it's, that, that's what you were saying earlier. It's not just about physical rest. That's right. Um, and, or just like taking time off. 
Right. It's not. It, it's not merely yeah. time off from work. That's like saying, uh, you know, the Sermon on the Mount Jesus preached it is based on the Ten Commandments, and and he doesn't go through all the commandments, but for the ones that he does, he says, you know, you've heard it said, don't murder, but it's not just about murder. It's yeah. about affirming life wherever you see it. You've heard yeah. it said, don't commit adultery, but it's not just about that. It's a you know, it's about lust. As if you you know, yeah. if you're lusting, then that's committed. It's about being committed to your spouse. You know, you've heard it said, and he keeps going like that. I don't think he, right. if I remember, I didn't address exactly the Sabbath. But the idea would be, it's not just about stopping working, Mm -hmm. it's about the opposite, which is celebrating what you have done and enjoying the work of your hands that has come from the Lord. Right. And even though he doesn't mention uh, the Sabbath, he, he does say... Not to worry, not to yeah, be anxious. Yeah, that's right. Right. I think it's related to that. Yeah, sure. I, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. And and if you just uh, say, okay, it's a day of rest where I'm not going to go into my employment. Instead, I'm going to get stuff done all around the house. Well, no, that's work too. If you're right. just doing laundry and dishes right. and like catching up on all that, nope, that's that's work. Right. Or if you say it's a day of rest, and so I'm going to uh, watch Netflix all day. Right. No, that's not appropriate either. That's not a day of celebration where you are engaging with the world and feeling grateful. You're actually dampening your feelings. Uh, this is supposed to be a day to heighten your thoughts and your feelings and yeah. to really come alive with all that uh, the world has to offer in the new heavens and the new earth and kind of letting that break in in some way yeah. to the celebration that we're going to have. Being refreshed in the gospel and being refreshed with God's people. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. 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 And that's not easy to do. There's, um, I have uh, not been great at it. I don't know anyone who really is. Um, but I've tried more and more over time to really prepare for that uh, mm-hmm. week by week, and maybe especially uh, on Saturdays to, to think about, okay, so how do I arrange things so I don't have to... I heard somebody um, mention it one time that uh, there's a, guide, a guideline of the kinds of things that you would do when uh, someone in your life, your brother, your sister, your kids, whatever, are getting married. And if you're going to mm-hmm. go to that wedding, yeah. what is that wedding, someone very close to you, what is that? what are you going to do on that wedding day? Well, there definitely are some tasks that need to be done. Right. Let's not get ridiculous here. But there's a lot of things that you would prepare for so that you don't have to do those tasks. Right. And that's the kind of feel uh, that the Sabbath should have. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a great analogy. I'm, I'll, um, I will be using that soon. I'll preach on the Sabbath. Okay, uh, good. This, this Sunday, you should use actually. it. Yeah, you should use that. Um, uh, it's it's a well-oiled machine in describing the Sabbath because there's like uh, there's time for contemplation. Yes, like you're 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 with your groomsmen or the yep. brides with their bridesmaids. They're getting that's ready right. and they're that's talking. Right. There's time for some recreation. Yep. There's time for the ceremony itself. Yep. There is the the formalities of within the ceremony uh-huh. of uh, I pronounce you man and wife. You may right. kiss the bride. That's right, almost right, right. like the Lord's Supper. Uh huh. Um, and then afterward, there's time to kind of rest for a bit. Um, and then there's a, a reception. Yeah. Uh, a party, if Lots you will. Of good food. Celebrating yeah. food, dancing, Drinks, drinking. Yeah. yeah. Enjoying. That's right. Uh, life and and then at the end of the day. There's the consummation, right? That's and, right. That's uh, right. And marriage is just a metaphor. It's not just a metaphor, but it, it's it's bigger than than uh, a social uh, construct. That's right. 
That's it right. is pointing to something. It's a signpost to a greater reality. That's right. That Jesus loves his church. Yeah. And he lays down his life for his church. And the church responds and, and submits to Jesus. And the honeymoon is a is a signpost that sex itself is pointing to a greater reality yeah. of a time when we will be uh, exposed, vulnerable, naked before God, right. and we will not be condemned. We will be received, right. and we will have um, uh, ecstasy in, in, the, in right. the new heavens and the new earth. That's right. And that's right. That that all is uh, is profound. Yeah. And uh, so, the other thing that that analogy does that, that I think is really helpful is it helps us to stay away from ridiculous fastidiousness. So the Jews, for example, uh, in the time of Jesus, and some of them even still today, very few, but some of them even still today, will be very, very fastidious about what's work and what's not, what's allowed and what's not. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. a quintessential example is if you go to a, a, a an area of uh, a, many cities that have a lot of Orthodox Jews, um, on a on a Saturday, then if you go into a building that has an elevator, the elevator will stop on every floor automatically, so that you don't have to press any buttons. Pressing buttons in an elevator—that's work. Right. Uh, okay. What in the world? Come on. And there's a million of those things. Right. And so I love the analogy of a wedding to say, would you press uh, the button in an elevator if you were on a wedding day? Absolutely, I would. Right. Is there a circumstance in which you can think that you might take out the trash on a wedding day? Well, I suppose so. But if it could be left until tomorrow, we're going to leave it till tomorrow. Right. But is is there... You know, some emergency comes up, and all of a sudden, you know, this we the got trash, a trash is can. overflowing. We've got to get it out of here, and, and yeah. it's filled up with dirty diapers, and it's really like <laughs> causing a mess. Okay, it's it's okay to take out the trash if it's yeah. really interfering with the celebration. But I forgot you have to wear those diapers, and yeah, consider I know. that everywhere you go, everywhere I go, it's yeah. you know people. Uh, <laughs> Right. So I love that that it kind of gets away from that fastidiousness while at the same time preserving like this really does. Let's not make hard and fast rules, but that doesn't mean that we can do whatever we want. Let's consider the best use of that time. Exactly. And and when Jesus says that the the man was not made for the Sabbath. um, That's right. Yeah. The Sabbath was made for us. That's right. It is a good thing. It's a restorative thing. It's a helpful thing. It's not a time for us to to grind out how many steps is working how many yeah whatever is working that's right that's yeah but it's also not something that is um in like uh in our first nature it's not just okay here's a day where you can just do whatever you want because mm-hmm. our natures are also corrupt and sinful and yeah. so we do need guidance yep we do need guidance and so anyway well, I, there's a whole lot more we could say about work and rest. Uh, you know, we probably should have divided. We should have done a segment or an episode on work and then one on rest. Yeah. Because there's so much to say about them both. Um, but, uh, I, you know. Okay, here's what we do. Uh, what questions, listeners, what questions has this brought up for you? Specific questions or general or, or theoretical questions or hate where speech we, you hate want to send our way? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Go to the show notes in uh, today's episode, and there'll be a, different ways that you can contact us. Uh, and we want to hear from you. And maybe we'll do a follow-up episode and uh, maybe address so. some of those uh, uh, issues, questions. Yeah. Thanks for hate, listening to hate the Hate speech and such. <laughs> 
Hey, Hopper Podcast Hoppers, we've got bonus episodes for you. You asked for them, we got them. More Hopper goodness. We're actually growing quite a catalog of excellent bonus episodes that are off our regular format. Like hilarious stories that aren't quite appropriate for our regular podcast. Yep, and bonus interviews with some of our favorite guests. Okay, okay, already. How can I access these great things? Just tap or swipe on the purple Hopper podcast cover art on your podcasting app and find the show notes. Follow the link to sign up for just $5 a month. Uh, of course, we're always looking for more. You can get the past and future bonus episodes. And you'll be supporting independent podcasters promoting thoughtful, compassionate, nuanced Christian commentary. Yes, podcasting isn't always that easy, so we need more help. Thanks for your support. Willie, let's do another draft. All right, top five draft. Top five. Let's do uh, the top five junk foods. Top five junk Your foods. Your all-star of garbage desserts that are delicious, sweet, or savory that are just junk. They're just dessert, man. They're just like... Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, junk okay. food. So just any sort of junk food. That's right. You got to draft a great team. A great team. Of junk food. Of junk food. This is what you would want. If junk food was healthy, if, this is what you would be eating every day. So five things that this is, so this is going to be my team. This is my junk food. Yeah. Again, if junk food were healthy, you would eat this every day. Okay, here it is. I, I, am I going first here? I'm going first. No, I came up with the category. I go first. You know the rules. So. All right. All right. All right. What do you uh, got? Uh, well, I, this would not be my number one, but it is a big, big one. So I okay. got to say ice cream. All ice cream? All ice cream. It's on my team. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you just crippled me. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That, that's not your number one? It is now. Yes. My number uh, one pick, my number one draft pick is ice cream. Golly. I would eat it every day. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Man, what I don't. What kind of ice cream you like the best? You know, I there's a there's several that are yeah, that buy for the top, ones. but there are several. But I think the number one, I, mm, it it goes back and forth. Yeah. I'm going to say moose tracks would be my okay. favorite. It's yeah, yeah. it's that's good, man. And and close to that would be a mint chocolate chip. Okay, that's yeah. not high on my list, but yeah, that's a really, lot of people like that. Yeah, it's awesome. What about you? Uh, yeah, I like I like the ice cream that has stuff in it, cookies and cream, moose tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you know. Uh, Vanilla cherry is really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, get some chunks of cherry. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. All right, that's my number one pick. Golly. <laughs> What's your number one? Pick? All right, if you if you're gonna take all of ice cream, I'm gonna take all cookies. Yeah, man, that hurts. Cookies. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of good cookies. There are a lot of good cookies. You know, when I was young, um, there was no question that my favorite was chocolate chip cookies. And they were, uh, I heard someone say recently that you should be able to order, uh, ch uh, chocolate chip cookies, uh, rare, medium, or well done. Uh huh. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I like them rare. Yeah. Me too. I like them soft, soft, chewy. chewy. Yes. You know, um, uh, chocolate chip cookies are really hard to beat. Yeah. I'm really disappointed that I'll never be eating chocolate chip cookies. You will not. Unless we, we work a trade. But you know, I have I have begun to enjoy other kind of cookies a little bit more too. Like a good sugar cookie Yeah, is, is terrific. Yeah, they're okay. Butter cookies. Okay. Pretty good. Anyway. All right. So my number yep, two pick. Number two. Donuts. Okay. All donuts belong to me. Yeah. And especially 
the the lemon donuts, yeah. the custard filled donuts. Oh, good grief! Oh man. Okay, so you know, donuts are would not be in my top five no matter what. You could have taken uh-huh. that all the way down, but I do love junk food. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so you'll eat donuts. Donuts are I don't have fantastic. To twist your arm. You don't have to twist my arm to eat donuts. But you're not sad that they're not on your team. I'm not sad that they're not okay. on my team. What's but your, what's I, your I, two? I got you. Okay, my number two. Then, if you're going to take all donuts, I'm going to take all chips. Wow. Okay. So that's going to be potato chips, corn chips, uh, Cheetos, like all that cow kind of chips. stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't eat too many cow chips. Um, yeah. But yeah, chips are are fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Really, really good. Mm. Doritos and Sun Chips and all of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then, right. then I am going to take all soda. Whoa. Uh, That's a big one. That's a big one. All the delicious sodas and floats that I can make with my ice cream. Yeah. You will have no soda. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. I was not thinking about uh, drinks like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that makes I miss, sense. I miss soda. I, I like soda a lot. And I what do you mean tried, you miss soda? I don't drink it much at all. Yeah. Um, it's not good for you, but... It's not. I Man, do I like it. Um, yeah. I've actually gotten into recently drinking soda water. Um, no. I like that. Whatever. Yeah. It's, that's not what you're talking about, and I, I much I'll prefer... I'll let you have that as your third pick if you want. <laughs> no. Okay. I much prefer the, the sugary sodas or, or with sweeteners and stuff as well. Yeah. But, uh, okay. All right. What's your, what's your third? Okay. W- man. Um, junk food, huh? Yeah. So anything that's not real healthy for you. Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to have to pick uh, beer. Beer? Yeah. I don't know if beer is considered a junk food. Why not? Um, I just clarified. Uh, anything that's not really good for you. I don't know if beer is a junk food. Hmm. 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 Soda? We're, we're going to have to get judges on that one. Uh, See, this is why I was asking about what is junk food. All right. Okay, it'll have to go. All right. Uh, you're taking beer. all the beer. I'm taking all the beer, which when, okay. it, when you pair it with uh, chips... Beer, chips, and cookies. And that's, cookies. That's a good combination. That's a good combination. I'm right liking there. that. Yep. Although, okay. I, uh, yeah, the ice cream and soda and donuts, you, you've got yeah. something going on there. Okay. Well, then I'm going to take all pies. Okay. That means cherry yep. pie, yep. apple yep. pie, peach okay. pie, blueberry pie. Okay. Whatever. Pumpkin yeah. pie, pecan pie, oatmeal cream pie. I've got all the pies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you've got all the pies, then I will take all the cakes. I am happy for you to take cake because cake stinks. Yeah, it cake is not as good as pies, but it is to say it stinks. I'm not you, a cake you fan. Are, you are uh, stepping no, out of line here. No way. This is this this is going to include little debbies that are not donuts. Snack cakes. Snack cakes. Sure. There are some terrific. What, snack what's this cakes. all include? Pancakes too. I mean, come on. It it can't include, like, I mean, just because it has the word cake doesn't mean. I mean, you're thinking of cake. We're talking about birthday cakes and. Uh, okay, but those little those cake. little you, you, pies. Okay, so you got the little, um, you know, individually wrapped lemon pies. Yeah, that's a pie. Okay, 
than individually wrapped cakes. cakes. Yep. Okay. It, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Just just checking. I'll all keep right. it on the straight and narrow. Yeah. It's all cakes. And let okay. me tell you, Little Debbie's and uh, others like that are, they're pretty good. Nah. Yes. Zebra cakes? Come on. Nah. Zebra cakes. Yeah. They're too waxy and gross, man. All right. All right. Well, okay. It's then, junk food. I'm not... It's, uh, anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, if, if it was healthy... Yeah. And I could have this every day. Ice cream, yep. donuts, all pies, yep. soda. I think to complete my list, I want all candy. Candy. Okay. All right. I'm debating this. Wait, what? I'm debating, but I'm going to... I'm going to... Okay, I want to have an alternative, but candy. I'm going to go, that's candy. my fifth round. All candy. All right. What's your fifth pick? My fifth pick, let's see. Hmm. I got cookies, chips, beer, cakes. Man, I'm running out of options here. I was yeah. going to pick milkshakes, but I, I don't. Like that's the yeah. the main ones are going to be made of ice cream. So that's right, that's right. So that's not uh, you could, you reasonable. You get McDonald's milkshake because they're not made of ice cream. <laughs> that's right, they're <laughs> you not. Could, you could get some. But who wants to? I you mean, you could get the fake milkshake. Yeah, I'll, I'll fake, let you have that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, no, I'm not doing that. Um, but I think you know. Speaking of which, I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to say like, uh, uh, burgers or or uh, like bur- like. Some can grease, I, can I do greasy like, fast food? Greasy fast food. Yeah, greasy fast um, food. That's it. Uh, I don't know if they, you're really you're really getting too kind of far off here. Is that not junk food? It's definitely junk food, but it's not dessert. Remember I said the word dessert too. You did? Yeah. Okay. It's not beer's not really a dessert either, and I'll let no. you have that. So you And neither you're, are chips. Chips well, yeah, they're not exactly dessert. They're not sweet. But they're they're definitely junk food. Junk food. Okay. Yeah. So then it's not just dessert. Um, I I okay, can sit I'm down after say, dinner I'm gonna and eat a bag ch- of chips, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say chips f- fall into dessert. Okay, but but yeah, but you could also sit doesn't. down afterwards and drink a beer. Well, I, I've let you, I've allowed you to have beer, but you can't have fast food. That's just too far. That okay. You, you need to be happy with the beer. <laughs> I think you have not defined your terms well enough, my friend. Um, I'm not sure exactly. Okay, so then I'm, I'm not. I'm at a loss of where to go now. You have no category left. I don't know. Okay, you want me to give you candy? Uh, well, what have you? What else is there? Okay, you take candy, and I want my alternative. I was I was debating back. And I forth. like candy. Anyway, um, is all the sugar cereals? Oh, okay. Apple Jacks. Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah. Fruity Pebbles. Oh, man. Frankenberry, Captain yeah. Crunch. Yeah. Lucky yeah. Charms. I got all of them. There's some good stuff in they're, there. They're all in my house. You yeah, don't but have if any. you have given me candy, uh, that's very generous of you because yeah. I think that if you, if it's a, yeah, I think I got a better team here than you do. And I, that may be partly from your generosity with the candy. Well, okay. Well, read, read your team. Okay. I got cookies. Yeah. Chips. Beer. Cakes and candy. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. I think I'll allow the beer if it's non-alcoholic. Wait, you Cause, just because all the drunks are going to want your your list. 
for, for reasons that have nothing to do with junk food, right? Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So let's say, what, what if we say it's beer, but you can't, but, but it's only like one at a time, one a day or something. Because uh-huh, I'm with uh-huh. you. I don't want alcoholics. Because right, right. uh, it's not alcohol per se. You're talking, you're talking about specifically beer. Yeah, it's not yeah, alcohol so, generally. Okay. It's, it's beer. Which Cookies, is not good for chips, you, but it's tasty. Beer, a beer, cakes, yep. candy. Yeah. Okay, my list is ice cream. Yeah. Donuts, yep. all donuts, all pies, yep. uh, all sodas, and all sugar cereals. Yeah. Actually, I, th- I think we yours is pretty good. I, I yeah. think we've got a, a good split here. Yeah. Huh. You know what? Next, next time we do this, yeah. we need to draft just candies. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that next time. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. You got corrections, comments, questions, queries, complaints, or a great story? Look for the show notes for this episode on your podcasting app and find ways to join the conversation. Try to keep it clean, and if you do, we'll probably feature you in an upcoming episode. And hey, we're just two guys here. We're trying to build the Hopper community. That was a great episode, wasn't it? It sure was. It was so good that I threw up in my mouth just a little bit. That, that was good? Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, listen, it was good. So tell somebody about it. Tell them what you learned. Tell them how they can listen to it themselves. And if they, if you can't think of anyone who would enjoy this episode, you need to get out and make some more friends. All right, Dave, what's the lesson that we should take away from this week's episode? Never wear a European man panty or a wiener bikini or also known as a banana ham. Never do that. You have been emphasizing that a lot recently. Willie, are you listening to me? Don't ever, (laughs) ever do that again.